This episode is about another famous story. In this one, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up to the top of a mountain where he has a transformative experience. It's an episode about the very human pattern to try to freeze time during the good moments, the mountaintop experiences. And it's about a Messiah who wouldn't let what happened on the mountain stay on the mountain. Welcome to Season 6 of Stories in Scripture, a podcast dedicated to telling the big story of the Bible one piece at a time. In this season, we are walking through Mark's Gospel. Our hope is that these short episodes would lead you into more, into a time of reading, reflection, prayer, whatever it is for you. The goal is that you can let the amazing story about the Savior of the world transform the way you live out your life today. Six days had passed since the best and worst day of Peter's life. On multiple occasions, Jesus had pulled him aside to encourage him, as if to let him know that this was all part of it. There were going to be moments where he got it wrong, and that's okay. This time around, James and John were with them. The team of four ascended the mountain. Peter couldn't help but notice it was the original team Jesus had called, minus his brother Andrew who Jesus had left to be in charge of the team in his absence. Andrew had always been okay with that setup. While Peter had always wanted to be right in the middle of the action, his brother was always better at being content with whatever the team needed. The climb was long and strenuous. Peter's lungs and every muscle in his legs burned. His pride wouldn't let him admit that to the others, but he was tired, relieved when Jesus informed them that they had arrived. Peter found a rock to sit down on, trying hard to find his breath, to slow it. But as he looked up at the others, James and John's eyes were wide. A quick glance toward Jesus told him why. Jesus had completely changed, transfigured. His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anything Peter had ever seen. He rubbed his eyes, wondering if he was hallucinating. But when he opened them again, things were even stranger. Jesus wasn't alone. Elijah and Moses were now standing with him talking to Jesus. It can't be. Elijah? Moses? Peter's mind was racing. He was terrified. He remembered how he was supposed to stay quiet in these moments, but he couldn't help it. He had to say something. Rabbi, he said out loud before he had time to calculate his thoughts. Uh, it's, it's, it's good for us to be here. Let us put three shelters up, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. Peter barely realized he was still talking. His legs were shaking, but he was interrupted, not by anyone on the mountain, but by a massive cloud that moved in overhead and then split in two as a loud, booming voice came from the cloud. This is my son whom I love. Listen to him. Peter thought he was going to faint. Jesus was the only one at peace, his face appearing like it wasn't the first time he'd heard this voice, far from it. It was over as fast as it started. Suddenly, Peter looked around and no longer saw anyone with them except Jesus. He took a breath, his first in several moments, and pinched himself. Don't tell any of the others about that, 
Jesus said on the way back down the mountain. At least not yet. Not until you have seen the Son of Man risen from the dead. What? Jesus, what do you mean raised from the dead? But Jesus was no longer there. He had walked away, leaving Peter, John, and James to discuss it for themselves. New wineskin for this new wine, Peter kept whispering to himself, urging himself, preaching to himself, pleading with himself. New wineskin for new wine. The Transfiguration story is another strange one. Jesus takes Peter, James, and John, who have become his inner three, up a mountain. And at the top, he's joined by Moses and Elijah. Now, to understand just how important that moment is, you have to understand something Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew 5.17 says, Do not think I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Here's why this is so interesting. Moses is the one God gave the law to, and Elijah was one of the major prophets in the Old Testament. And so, although they don't quite understand it in the moment, Jesus is showing Peter, John, and James that he was serious, that he didn't come to abolish the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them. Or in other words, that the whole Bible really is one unified story that all points to him. I love that Peter's reaction is to try to set up three shelters for everyone. It gets lost in translation a bit, but shelters is actually the Greek word skene, which is the word tabernacle. And so Peter, in his panic, reverts back to what he knows. In essence, he's saying, this is such an amazing moment. Let's set up tabernacles, set up shelters. Let's find a way to freeze this moment, to remember it, to enjoy it. But here's the problem with that logic. What happened on the mountain was actually just a picture of what was to come. Peter wanted it to be the destination, but the truth is, it was just a glimpse, just a short window into what was actually coming. Said different, what happened on the top of the mountain couldn't stay there. As amazing as that experience was, it was a temporary reminder, a push forward. We get weird about mountaintop experiences sometimes, right? And it makes sense. They're so amazing that it's easy to try to freeze them, to stop time. But mountaintop experiences are meant to be motivators, experiences that keep us going for the rest of life moments that push us forward through the normal ordinary days most days are mundane and the mountaintop experiences remind us to keep moving forward and so here's my question for you today when was the last time you remember having a mountaintop experience like peter james and john had in this episode when was the last time you remember experiencing the presence of God in a really tangible way? And when you think back to those moments, what was the vision you had for your future? What things were you dreaming about for your future? What action steps were you thinking about taking during that mountaintop experience? And finally, if today is less of a mountaintop kind of a day and more of a mundane day, are you taking positive steps forward? Because the secret to life is not to have a bunch of mountaintop experiences, 
not extraordinary days, but rather to take small steps in the right direction on the ordinary days. And so what if your goal today was simply to have a positive, ordinary, mundane day where you took a few steps in the right direction? Thank you for listening to this episode of Stories in Scripture. We hope season six is bringing Mark's gospel to life for you, and that this episode helps you see the bigger picture Mark is painting for us. If you are enjoying this podcast, we'd love for you to share it with your friends, and rating and review it goes a long way as well. We love getting to tell these stories and appreciate you coming along for the ride. So we'll see you next time for our next story.